Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Located in the outlets of Woodrock next to H&M, Rowdy Hog Pickleball, your one-stop shop to pickleball success. You ready? the zone coming to you live from the oaklawn hot spring studio oaklawn arkansas's only casino resort now here's justin Agri and dj williams on the buzz radio network this is 10% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of need his name up in lights, he just wants to be heard, whether it's the beat of the mic, he feels so unlike everybody else alone, in spite of the fact that some people still think that they know, but no, he knows the code, it's not about the salary, it's all about reality and making some noise, making a story, making sure his click stays up, that means when he puts it down, talks picking it up, let's go. Who the hell is he anyway, he never really talks much, never concerned with status, but still even in starstruck, humble through opportunities, given despite the fact. The many misjudge because he makes a living from writing rats. Put it together himself, let a picture connect. Never asking for someone's help, but to get some respect. He's only focused on what he wrote. His will is beyond reach, and now it all unfolds. The skill of an artist. This is 20% skill, 80% fear, be 100% clear. The Red White Report is brought to you by Big O Tires. With locations in Conway on Harkrider and in Cabot on Prospect Court. Big O Tires offers an endless selection of wheels. Wheel and tire combinations. Big O Tires. They have everything you need to fit your budget and style. Hello. Let's go. Hour two. We're going to get to it. Let me just put it to you this way. The Razorbacks did not win this weekend. No. In basketball. Men's. Men's. Women's? Balled yes. out. Okay, let's game. talk about the men's game first. I realize that has more impact on most of our listeners. Although, you might want to pay attention to Coach Neighbors' team because they're very intriguing. Mm-hmm. Uh, LSU beat Arkansas in Baton Rouge this weekend, 95-74. to Will Baker, whoever that is, shot 9 of 11, had 25 points. 20 for Jalen Cook, 5 of 8, 7 of 7 at the free throw line. The um, Tigers made 25 of 28 free throws, DJ. But here's the thing. Arkansas lost by 21 points, by my estimation. Not a mathematician. Not I'm a almost, mathematician, let's hear it. I'm almost positive. Yeah. But Arkansas shot more field goals and more free throws yep. than LSU and yet lost. Higher percentage in the paint. More points in the paint, I believe. 38-30. Okay. Arkansas had more points in the paint. Yeah. None of this adds up except for LSU shot the three ball a lot better than Arkansas did. They were on fire. 12 three, of 23. Three's over twos. It's just math. 12 of 23. Arkansas, three of 13. So that is nine more threes. That's 27 points. Yeah, that'll do it. And they made five more field goals, but they shot two fewer. Arkansas shooting is just not very good. Yeah. And their defense is not nearly good enough. They allow over 50% from the floor, almost 55%, over 50% from three, and the other team happens to shoot. I mean, I don't know how much you can improve your free throw defense, but they made a bunch of free throws too, so. How many threes did LSU shoot? 23. I'm willing to bet that almost every time somebody shoots over 50% when you shoot over 23s, you're probably losing that game. True. Almost everything. They had a lot of open looks. That's an improved team. It's not embarrassing. But here's the other thing, too, and I hate to say this. I really don't want to say this, but I'm going to say it. The win during the week got people kind of excited again. It's like, oh, that's what it can look like. And it Mm -hmm. did look good. But what we found out was that game probably said more about Missouri than it did about Arkansas. Because I don't know if you guys are following what happened around the league this weekend. You about to tell us? But Vanderbilt did beat Missouri in the mm. Battle of the Basement Dwellers. I meant to bet on that game. And now Missouri is all alone down there. That's it. Man. What was the score? Did they get beat bad or was it close? They lost to a team that stinks. That's what happened. I don't even know what the final was, but I'll give it to you here. I'm glad you asked, Christian. Uh, the final was 68-61 Vanderbilt. It was mm. in Nashville. I'll give you that. It's a road game. South Carolina won again at Georgia. South Carolina is rolling. A&M squeaked one out over Florida. Auburn rolled at Ole Miss. Tennessee scored 103 and one at Rupp Arena. And Alabama won by 20. No, excuse me, 32. Yeah. At home over Mississippi State. 
So it was a wild weekend, but yeah. Did you watch the Arkansas game? I tried to. That's what I said. I tried to watch it, man. I'm sitting there watching. I'm like, I kept trying to take mental notes, and I'm like, there's nothing really to take. I mean, it's the same. It's the same thing every game. We're bad at shooting. We're not good at defense. Why? But why are we so bad at defense? Because actually, I'm really starting to try to pay attention. I recorded some clips, went back and watched them. Yeah. Somebody said, "Well, you can't beat any team when they're on fire like LSU was." I think out of their first seven threes, they hit six, and it was just hard to bounce back. But they're wide open. Yeah. And then when you look at tape and you slow it down, the people who are leaving these guys wide open, Justin, it's just like they have no idea where they're supposed to beep. Then I look at a couple fast break opportunities. You know, a guy from LSU, he'll miss, but then his buddy will get the rebound, and you look on tape, we have guys just kind of walking at half court. I mean... Peter Burns tweeted over the weekend that he did not like the body language he saw from Arkansas. It was horrible. It it was all over tape. All over tape. Let's flip it over to a positive thing, then we'll talk to Bubba, because baseball is very positive. Arkansas now above 500 in FCC play. 5-4, 17-7 overall. They scored 31 points in a quarter yesterday to knock off Auburn by two points, and they had to get a couple of stops late to do it because Arkansas kind of got handled in the fourth quarter, 27-18. But Arkansas won the third quarter by 20 points, and you got to get real and go see Talia Scott. My goodness. Mm. She played all 40 minutes. She had 33 points on an 11-23 day. She was 6 out of 12 from 3. She made all her free throws, and uh, she played the whole game. It's remarkable. 15 points, 6 rebounds from Michaela Daniels, Poffenbarger, had a tough day offensively, four points, but she pulled down 13 rebounds. That's how you help your team on a bad shooting day, DJ. They were down 15, I think, in the second half, and then Arkansas goes on a 15-0 run. So uh, very impressive by the youngster. Um, They scored six points in the first quarter and 31 in the third. Whatever. What's going on there? I don't know. It all works out. (laughs) This is uh, not Razorback related, but did you see the Juju Watkins game the other day? No. She scored 51 points as they beat Stanford, 67 to 58. I'm telling you, you, know, you definitely got a couple of budding superstars as Caitlin Clark wraps her career at Iowa, I assume. Now, if I'm Caitlin Clark, I'm coming back for my COVID year because I'm going to make more money doing that than I am going to the WNBA. Second of all, you can put the number so far out of sight, nobody no will ever touch it. it. Yeah. But she's going to get it legitimately. I saw somebody had made a comment. It was another former famous player took a shot at her and said, well, she, do- she hadn't done the same number of years as Kelsey Bump. Yes, she has. But she got another year yeah. she can play. So, yeah, she was misinformed. But again, when you're in the COVID deal, I give her a pass because we were all confused. Like, how many years has a dude played? How many years can a guy play left? Like, I don't know. Mike, didn't that one dude for Detroit Mercy last year get pretty close to Maravich and he didn't pass him? It's like, well, he's played even an extra year. And I'm glad about that. But anyway, we're in like seven-year guys now. It's crazy. Anyway, I don't know what year this is for Bubba, but we're so happy to have him back talking baseball. It's time for The Zone to be joined by former Razorback baseball player and current Diamond Hog color commentator, Bubba Carpenter. Bubba Carpenter is brought to you by Johnston's Home Center in Benton. Visit them on the web at Johnston's Home Center.com. Johnston's Home Center in Benton. If they don't have it, you probably don't need it. Now, let's play ball with Bubba Carpenter. Bubba, welcome back for another season. How are you? Doing great, fellas. How are you guys? We are great. Now, I don't know if you got the memo or not, but um, Wes has moved time slots, and now he's on from one to four, and we have welcomed in former Razorback Football star DJ Williams to the zone. So, how you doing, Bubba? Good deal, DJ. What's up, buddy? Big fan. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, I hear you're going to start hanging out with us what weekly now, every Monday, uh, getting geared up for baseball season. And I tell you, Razorback fans need it. We need some good juju going up there on the hill. It's not looking too great. What do you think uh, as far as that tide turning for Arkansas fans? We in for something good? Yeah, I think so. I tell you. You know, we get hyped up every year about it, but I, I tell you, with you know, kind of the struggles of football and basketball this year, I think there's a lot of people really excited for for baseball right now. Something positive to talk about, and so I tell you what, it's a good group, guys. It's uh, it's going to be a fun year. Um, some of the talent that Dave's brought in, some of the guys that's developed from last year, gotten bigger, stronger. Uh, I'm man, I'm looking forward to a great year. And DJ, it's good to have you on there. Wes is a little bit of a downer sometimes. He's, he's a little <laughs> negative. Uh, kind of brings my fun meter down a little bit, so hopefully you can, uh, you can stay positive with us. 
You know, I, I'm still gauging. Uh, I've heard things about Wes and Justin. I'm trying to form my own opinion on everything around here, but uh, I'm starting to maybe see a little things here or there from both of them. So Uh-oh. the journey has just begun. I'm trying to I'm trying to hide my true self from him, Bob. I want him to like me. <laughs> well, Justin does a pretty good job. He gets a little, he gets a little down sometimes too after after a loss, but uh, you got to be there to pick him up a little, TJ. Keep him keep him up, keep him positive, keep that glass half full. Fair enough. You want a glass half full? I've already made reservations at two different steakhouses in Omaha, buddy. Woo. I'm ready. <laughs> hey, I like it. I like it. All right, TJ's rubbing off on you. No <laughs> doubt. Listen, and to his point, right? Look, it's been a, it was a hard football season. Expectations were through the roof. Football team did not live up to it. Basketball team, for whatever reason, the mix is not quite right. You got too many, I don't know, bagel chips in your Gardettos. I don't know what the deal is. Something's not right. You know what I mean? Although I like the bagel chips the most. The best. And then, uh, yeah, I didn't see them breaking any the other pieces out with their own bag. Are they the ride chips or bagel? What, which ones are you talking oh, about? Oh, the ride chips. Your ride chips. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah the best. Yeah, the I can do a bag just to the ride chips. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Anyway. Bottom line is we're looking for baseball to pick us up here, like he said earlier. And the expectations are as high or higher than they were for the other two programs, Bubba. So, yeah, I guess the question is going to be, can they live up to it? We know about the pitching staff. I want to get your thoughts on that. But I'm curious about the battles that remain with about 10, 11 days to go here before the season begins. What what positions are still up for grabs, in your opinion? You know, it's really not much over. I think left field still a little bit open right there. you got Jason Jones battling. Uh, there's a few guys that could come in there and take that spot. I know they want Jason. Jason has a loud bat. I mean, when he hits the ball, it makes a different sound off the bat. He had a really good summer. Um, if he can prove he can go out there and swing the bat, he's going to play left field. You know, if you're not, you, you, you've got Russ, Ross Lovett, uh, transfer from Missouri that hit well last year at Missouri. He's already proved he can do it in the SEC. Left-handed bat. He'd be a guy that could come in and do it uh, as well. Um you know, there's other positions. You know, first base right now, you've got Jack Wagner and Ben McLaughlin. I think they're going to kind of rotate in and out from first base to DH. Um, third base, I think it's Peyton Holt's position. But there's several guys that could jump in there if Peyton struggles a little bit or if the injury bug comes back. I mean, there's just so many options. There's so much depth on the bench. You know, you've got guys like uh, I'm a real big fan of Nolan Souza. He's a freshman. And talk about a loud bat, fellas. When he hits the ball... I mean, for a freshman, he hits it hard to all fields. Uh, he's athletic, a big kid. He's 6'3", 220. Does not look like a freshman. Doesn't hit it like a freshman. You know, it's going to be tough finding him some at-bats. Uh, Sprague Lott is another guy uh, that can play anywhere. Probably the best infield glove on the team. Uh, it's just a matter of finding him a position on the field. So there's a ton of depth and there's a ton of competition right now. So uh, it's going to be fun watching it all ball shake down. What about I think kid- you'll see a lot of guys. This yeah. first weekend, you'll see a lot of different combinations this first four-game series that we got. Yeah, good having James Madison coming here. And I don't know much about the Dukes, but uh, it is a good way to start off here. Again, February 16th, first game is uh, Arkansas and James Madison. That's a 3 o'clock start. All the games are on the SEC Network Plus, which is great, so you can watch if you can't make it up there. What about the catcher situation? Is that settled out? Well, you know, if you look at if you look at the inner squad, you know, it's, they've had Hudson White catching Hagen Smith the last two Fridays. I don't know if, if that means anything or not, or, you know, you, you want, I know they want them to work together. So I don't know. He's been kind of the, the guy getting most of the reps. Still got Parker Rowland. Uh, who had a really good fall in spring offensively. Uh, he's kind of a different player right now. He's got a different mindset. He's way more aggressive at the plate, driving the ball. Uh, we know how good he is behind the plate defensively. We wouldn't have won a lot of those games we won last year without Parker Rowland behind the plate. But, I think Hudson Hudson's more of an offensive catcher that's really worked hard, and his defense has come around. Another guy we've got is a, a Ryder Helfrich, and I don't know if you've heard about him, fellas, but he's a freshman and a stud. I mean, an absolute stud. Uh, he threw a one nine between innings. I was standing next to Dave last Friday, and he and he said something about throwing a one nine pop time to second between innings. Uh, he can swing the bat, uh, so there's there's a lot of depth this year at catcher. And so we'll just see where that goes. Um, it looks like right now, though, Hudson White kind of has the lead and the, the, the starting role right there. Okay, well, let's talk about the rotation. And we know about Hagen Smith, and it looks like he will be back with us again this year. We're also working on a deal for Brady Tiger. As I mentioned earlier, if you want to sponsor these guys on the show, you can email me, Justin, at 1037thebuzz.com, and I'll get your email in the right hands. But those are a couple of good ones, obviously. What Have they settled on Tiger's role this year? 
Yeah, I'm thinking Tiger's going to slide into that Saturday role. Looks like it's going to be Hagen and Tiger and then uh, Molina. Uh, Mason Molina is a really talented lefty. Was top starter at Texas Tech last year. I've got to see him throw a few times, and then he's impressive. Um, kind of a big body guy. I don't want to call him like a David Wells type, but he's a he's a thicker kid. Um, really good changeup, fastball with a ton of carry. I don't know if you know much about induced vertical break, but it's his fastball is between 23 and 25 inches of carry on his fastball, which is ridiculous. That's kind of off the chart. That means guys are going to consistently swing under his fastball, but then you can follow that up with a good breaking ball and a, a plus-plus changeup. So he's got all the weapons to be successful in the SEC. So the, you put those three guys together, you go left, right, left. That's a really good uh, three-person rotation. And it's been a long time since we've been able to look and say, this is our Friday guy. This is our Saturday. This is our Sunday guy. This early in the season. We've seen a whole lot of TBAs on Sunday early in the season, but, boy, we don't have that problem this year. Hopefully, uh, Molina can throw a David Wells-like uh, perfect game, but without being drunk on the mound would be better, probably. So, <laughs> yeah. um, anyway. That's always a bonus. Yeah. Yeah, I can't have that. Uh, what do you see as far as the bullpen goes? Well, you know, Talking to Matt Hobbs, he's excited about a lot of these these uh, guys that were freshmen last year, sophomores coming in this year, really made a big jump. You know, you look at guys like like a Cooper Dawson's learned to cutter, and he's just a different pitcher right now. They want him to throw that pitch a lot. Um, he's really good. Um, you know, you've got you've got Ben Bybee, Christian Fouts trying to get them innings. Ben Bybee's probably going to end up. He could start right now, probably in the SEC. He's made a big jump. Um, Parker Coyle, they're excited about Parker Coyle, uh, lefty. Uh, they moved him over to the other side of the rubber, to the first base side. Really helped his pitch shape going into the zone. Um, they got a left-handed specialist. It's been a, it's been a while since we had a true like left-handed specialist. Uh, Stone Hewitt can come in and get lefties out. He's a he's a veteran guy. He's a senior lefty, kind of three-quarter arm slot. Really tough look for left-handed batters. Um, Gage Wood, they yep. said, is as good as ever right now. I've got to, I've got to see him throw a couple times. He's given up a couple of home runs, but his stuff looks really good. So, you know, I don't know if it's a case of, I don't know if you know, but they're wearing these watches now. So everyone knows, you know, the pitch that's on, that's coming is on their watch. So there's been a little suspicion that a few guys have been peeking at their watch when they step up to the plate and they know what pitch is coming. But Gage gave up a couple of home runs, but, but he looked really good. I would say if we started this tomorrow, he would probably be the guy to come out of the pen to close the game out. I like that. DJ asked me earlier if I got five pitches off of Hagen Smith or we both hit. competition. Yeah, he, do you think you could get a hit? I'm like, I don't if think we I knew, if we knew what was coming. I, I don't even care. I don't think I could hit anything. <laughs> I, he, he also I said it's the hardest thing in sports. So I would. Give I, you. I would say I think it's the hardest thing in sports hitting a baseball um, from a major league arm. I would say that, and he has one of them, no doubt. Yeah. Uh, after watching after watching Hagen throw a couple of Fridays in a row, when you're down on field level, I mean it looks nasty from the booth or from the stands, but when you're down on field level, Hagen Smith is. You talk about a different sound. You can hear his fastball out of his hand Mm-mm. into the mitt. No. I mean it is a different sound. Uh, he's he's ninety. He averaged ninety nine miles an hour. No. When I saw him throw, I want to say his first four pitches were ninety eight, ninety eight, ninety nine, and a hundred. Yeah. I mean just throwing gas. He's got a nasty slider and a nasty fourth ball. Um, I love you too, but I don't think either one of you has a chance. <laughs> Listen, the, only, the only thing that would be louder than, than the sound of his fastball is the sound of me peeing my pants. I think it's all. Uh, there will be no chance I'm stepping yeah. in that box, okay? No chance. No thanks. Oh, man. Um, how about the schedule? Bubba, let's talk about that. You mentioned James Madison. Four games set. That's a pretty uncommon thing, but a good chance to, like you said, to see a lot of different guys work out a lot of things against a, a Sunbelt opponent, and then you move on to the, the deal down at Globe Life, which is always a fun event, and you got some good programs coming in there. But obviously a, a great home slate, LSU, Ole Miss coming to Fayetteville, uh, Mississippi State, which is obviously tradition-rich. So, I mean, it's a great schedule this year. Oh, it's a great schedule. I tell you, Razorback fans are going to love it. And and like I said, I just think, you know, we talk about how good we are, and we've gone out into the transfer portal. You know, hats off to Dave and the staff for going out in the transfer portal, you know, getting guys like a Hudson White. Aloy is a stud at shortstop from uh, Sacramento State. We haven't even talked about him yet. You guys are going to love him at shortstop. Um, you know, just bringing in all these veteran guys to take the place. You know, we lost six starters last year out of the lineup. 
So, but I think this first homestand playing four games at home before we go to Globe Life is huge. Just let the new guys get out there. You know, you could tell last year at Globe Life, we had some guys out on the mound that were a little bit nervous. Um, you guys at the plate trying to do a little too much. So I think it's good to kind of work the nerves out this these first four games against James Madison, and then and then go to Globe Life and see what we do out there. But I think it's going to be an exciting year. I think the schedule shakes out really good for us, and you know, hopefully the weather will straighten up and and uh, we'll be ready to go here in a couple Fridays. I love it, Bob. We're going to let you go, buddy. I appreciate you. We'll look forward to talking to you next week. All right, sound good, fellow. Have, have a good week. All right, Dog. you too. Thank you. That's Bubba Carpenter on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. It's brought to you by our friends at Johnston's Home Center down in Benton, and we will be looking forward to that all year long. On the other side, we're going to talk a little horse racing with Kenny McPeak, who trained the Southwest Stakes winner over the weekend and also had an upset horse go in the uh, Martha Washington. So pretty good weekend, and he gets to go to New Orleans, back to the fairgrounds, for good measure on top of that. So pretty good deal for Kenny McPeak. We'll talk to him. Also, the owner of the winner, Mystic Dan from the Southwest Stakes, that is uh, our good buddy, will join uh, Wes Moore and Joe Franklin coming up in the next show, Out of Bounds. So there you go. We're going to hear a little bit from Eric Musman a little bit later, too, on the game from over the weekend. We had to get to Bubba, so I didn't get a chance to play it. But he said, uh, mm, that was, what did he say? It wasn't good. Mm. Coach Matt Zimmerman joins Randy and Rick on Drive Time Sports each week to talk all things college hoops, courtesy of the DHR group of Sonic Drive-Ins. This is SportsCenter. Arkansas basketball lost to LSU 95-74 on Saturday to fall to 2-7 in conference play and 11-11 on the season. Arkansas's next game will be on Saturday when they host Georgia at 5 p.m. Arkansas State beat Louisiana Monroe 95-80 behind senior guard Caleb Fields 22 points and 13 assists. The Red Wolves will host the 20-3 Dukes of James Madison on Wednesday. Woodrock dominated Eastern Illinois on Saturday, beating them 71-47 behind freshman J. Logan Crocker Johnson's 11 points, 13 rebounds, and 6 assists. Woodrock hosts UT Martin at the Jack Stevens Center tomorrow. And Arkansas Pine Bluff beat Mississippi Valley State 83-77 thanks in part to Kylan Milton's 19 points and 11 rebounds. Pine Bluff will host Prairie View at 7.30 tonight. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Hi, I'm Jacob Jones. From now until February 29th, shop at Jones & Son during our 0% finance event. That's right. All purchases from now until the end of February are eligible for 18-month 0% financing. From our very own Jones & Son Couture Collection to Michael M., we have every shape and size of ring in store, featuring Arkansas's largest designer engagement ring selection. Get a low monthly payment when you finance with special 18-month zero-interest financing at Jones & Son. Shop online at jonesandson.com. Heartland Rehabilitation and Care Center in Benton proudly offers compassionate and loving care to our veterans, meeting the unique needs of every veteran who calls Heartland home. Visit heartlandrehabcenter.com. This is Pat Bradley for Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union and their New Year's Auto Loan Special. Fantastic news! Due to weather conditions, the New Year's Auto Loan Special has been extended through Valentine's Day. Take advantage of 3.99% interest on 22, 23, or 24 models. No payments for 90 days or up to 84 months financing. Once again, the Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union New Year's Auto Loan Special has been extended through Valentine's Day. Get pre-approved online at Alcoa Community fcu.org Bubba Carpenter joins Justin Acree and DJ Williams in the zone every week this baseball season presented by Johnson's Home Center in Benton Johnson's Home Center if they don't have it you probably don't need it if there's anything green in your yard right now, it's probably a weed, and you need to do something about it. Weed Control and Fertilization Service from Sanders Ground Essentials is easier and less expensive than doing nothing or trying to do it yourself. I did that one time and almost killed my yard. Sanders Ground Essentials saves you time and money and makes your yard the envy of the neighborhood. Don't wait. Do it now. Call Sanders Ground Essentials and get started with Sanders Ground Essentials Weed Control Program. Servicing all of Central Arkansas, including Benton and Bryant, on the web at SandersGround.com. Let's get growing. You're back 
making this own. You know, we disagree on things from time to time, but one thing's for sure. I'm an Arkansas Razorback fan. <laughs> what do they say now here? Woo, pigs. Now, let's root for those hogs and stay tuned yeah, to the zone. She slammed that door. She broke my heart. That girl so got out of town fast. She bounced, so I bounced in here trying to bounce back. Ooh, I know I probably ought to throw a couple prayers up to the man upstairs. Ooh, instead of watching this bottle that was filled up, just disappeared. Sitting here wishing on a neon star, up there hanging from behind the bar. Hoping there's a U-turn in your car. Don't know why I do, cause it never comes true. Hey, baby, what's it gonna say for my head to unheard and my heart to unbreak? Riding on the lightning in this car, sitting here wishing on a Couple prayers up to the man upstairs. Ooh, instead of letting his heart stay beat down, pulling up this chair. Sitting here wishing on a neon star, up there hanging from behind the bar. Alright then, it's 11.31, we're talking a little horse racing. It was a huge weekend at Oaklawn because of some rescheduling. We got everything kind of crammed in together. You got the Martha Washington, the Southwest Stakes, we had the Bicoa this weekend. It was just a great weekend. And we had some, it was a little chalky, some that was a little out of the ordinary. And for Kenny McPeak, luckily, it was a whole lot out of the ordinary as far as the weekend goes. Maybe he wasn't surprised, but the people who... Make the odds certainly were, and he joins us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. First of all, let me just say congratulations, Kenny. What a weekend for you and the horses. I mean, it was uh, pretty remarkable. Uh, I know you guys felt good going in the Southwest. How good did you feel about the the setup of the Martha Washington? Well, that filly's always been solid in the morning, but she had some lessons to learn. She was a little sloppy on her lead um, when she finished up in her last race, which I think contributed to her not running well, and then. She, um, she's a big, great filly and maturing and going the right direction, and she put it all together. Uh, I was able to look at a lot of the horses of the competition in the paddock, and it looked to me like more of more sprinter types. And I told uh, Brian Hernandez, who's, who's a master at timing, um, to just take his time and let let those in front of him, you know, wear each other out, and, and then make one run. And um, we were actually going to be pleased if we were third. But uh, he pulled off the win. It was awesome. Yeah, Band of Gold was the winner in the Martha Washington Stakes. I will tell you this, Kenny, and I don't, I don't try to toot too many people's horns, and I realize handicapping is sort of its own thing. But Jeff Taylor pulled that horse on Oakland Race Day on Saturday and gave it to the listeners. So uh, it was, it was a pretty impressive. We were all kind of looking at him like, okay, I see you working, and uh, I hope, hope our listeners played it a little bit there. So it was good for y'all and. And Brian was aboard both horses that won for you, right? Was he was he riding Mystic Dan too? Correct. Yeah, he rides a lot for me. Um, he rides primarily in Kentucky during the spring and summer and fall, and then and then faces uh, himself in New Orleans. And we have horses in New Orleans also at the fairgrounds. But um, I asked him to come up uh, this past weekend, and he's probably going to make a few trips to Hot Springs before winter's over. I imagine so. Let, let me get your thoughts on Mystic Dan's trip and for those who weren't around on Saturday the track was it was a little bit you know messy out it was rainy all day and that kind of thing but he was very impressive in pulling away to win this one how was he training leading up and how did you like the way that he obviously liked the way it went but I mean how did you feel about him going into that with the with the matchups well let, let me explain to your listeners the, the kind of the path on all this so this Colt he ran twice going shorter distance uh, once at Keeneland, and then he came back at Churchill, and he broke his maiden going five and a half furlongs. And, and we, this past weekend, we went eight and a half furlongs. So he had to change the distances. And he he showed he was extremely fast in his, in his maiden win. He ran, he ran five and a half at 103 and one, which for those that don't know, that is a really fast race. But you have to retool horses a little bit in the sense that when they run longer distances, they learn need to learn how to pace themselves, um, get themselves in a nice rhythm, and then utilize that speed to finish. And um, 
we had run him long once going a mile and, and, and he actually coughed up a little bit of a lung infection that day and I'll take the bullets. He didn't run well that day, but then when we came back at a mile on the sixteenth it was okay, we've got to figure out if he can go that far and what and whether he'll uh, be tact- tactical enough to do that. Well, over the course of the last month we practiced this and we've laid him behind horses and then we thought him finished and then used that that speed that he showed in his maiden win the last three furlongs. Well, he was like shot out of a rocket mm-hmm. um, Saturday. And that's really the performance we wanted to put all together. And, and you know, that's going to put him in a position to maybe be one of the Kentucky Derby favorites. We'll hey, see. Hey, Kenny, DJ Williams here. Uh, now, this uh, just now joining the show, and I'm trying to get a little bit more brushed up on – Horses, You know, I'm not too familiar with this landscape, but for a listener like me trying to learn and get into this, obviously, I'm very curious. You talked about the training, and you're able to know how fast they are here, then they switch their distances. Once you kind of get a horse trained for one specific race, can you somewhat count on them to have that same time each and every race compared to like a track star? They run a 400-meter dash. They're going to be within a second or two of the best time that they've ever ran. Are horses the same thing, or does it just depend on the day? Well, it, for us, it's development. So, like even even a track star, you're not going to you're not going to you're going to adjust distances till you find the distance that works best. And um, I do think that thoroughbreds themselves like repetition and they need to be taught when to when to press the button to go um some trainers are more early speed trainers or where, where their horses are really fast leaving the gate and then um that they try to get an early position i tend to be more of a come from behind type trainer where i like to save my horse's energy and then teach them to run the last part of it so there's an old saying that I like to use and that I've heard before, the longer they run, the longer they run. And and that means <laughs> that the longer the distance, the kinder the race is on the horse, and thus the longer the career. And so so sometimes speed is wonderful, but you've got to teach, teach horses to utilize that and time it because it's, they run out of energy if they go too fast, too far early. And the, the, the finish line is re- really where you want your horse exer- exerting as much energy from the quarter pole to the wire, which is the last quarter of a mile of a race. So it's tactics. It's, it, there, there's a lot of analysis to it. There's, um, it's not just putting horses on the track and letting them run in circles. There's, <laughs> there is a rhyme and a reason. And, a co- you know, it's coaching. And, um, you know, we're, um, you know, we've uh, won a lot of big races over the years and hopefully win a few more by continuing to do that and make that approach. We're talking to Kenny McPeak on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. If you're just tuning in, again, a couple of huge wins, the Martha Washington and also the Southwest Stakes. And so the next big step in the three-year-old picture at Oaklawn, Kenny, is the Rebel, but from what I read over the weekend, it looks like Mystic Dan will not be participating. Is that still the feeling? Well, I ran this horse back once on short rest, last fall and it backfired on me it, it, it stressed him and he didn't run well except um, coming out of the race not well with a lung infection which is a little sick and then we um, we're not going to make that three weeks is, is is not a good time for me I, I think more would do him better he's already got Kentucky Derby points and I think the ultimate goal for us is the Arkansas Derby and we're inclined to wait for that race and um, I've got some other Colts that I can run in the in the Rebels, so but we'll see how all that unfolds. But um, it's a it's a good problem to have, and um, no wonderful people that own this Colt uh, are Kansas, the gas uh, the Gasaway family, uh, Lance, his brother Greg, Sherilyn, um, thanks Hamby's in on the Colts. Okay, they're um, they're, they're having, uh, you know we're going to try to keep the ball rolling yeah I, I, he was the horse rolling yeah for sure he was uh he was in with us during the football season he sponsors a segment on the show lance i'm talking about and yeah i don't want to say that he had a twinkle in his eye but you could tell he felt pretty good about mystic dan's chances did you think this horse had the makings of a kentucky derby contender you know when he won his name at churchill i sure did i mean i thought wow this sort of this was got a world of talent but like i said we had to retool him a little bit we'd run him short and 
and you don't want their mind you worry that their mind won't transition from shorter races to longer but this colt colt did it and um yeah it's really exciting it's uh it's, it could be could be a whole lot of fun the unique thing about this colt is is that i actually purchased his mother for lance in the group and then we raced her for several seasons her name was ma'am and she ran out almost 300 more than 300,000 and and uh, then we brought her back to my farm in Lexington, and I, I recommended the mating. And so we mated the mare, and, and she produced the foal. She, uh, Mystic Dam was foaled at, at our farm in Lexington, which is a little very historic farm, um, 200-year-old thoroughbred farm. And then um, we've taken through the whole process. So there's a lot of satisfaction in all that. And for people that don't understand thoroughbred racing, I mean, it is um, just a a really amazing thing the thoroughbreds are they're just a beautiful beautiful animal and to be able to contribute to a colt's development and birth and uh, certainly winning at a high level there's that's just pretty amazing feeling just a gorgeous colt for those that haven't seen him try to look him up mystic dan and uh beautiful horse and what about band of gold what's the plan for her um she should be nominated to the Honey Bee here in uh, Wednesday race on the 24th of um, February. And there's a chance we'll come back there. Or I might wait a little longer with her and point her towards something else. But ultimately, we want to try to get her to the Kentucky Oaks yeah. as well. Okay. Well, there you go. So you might be having a uh, little Derby Oaks combo meal. That wouldn't be a bad bad way to spend the first Saturday in May. Well, fingers crossed. There you go. Well, listen, man, safe travels to New Orleans. I know you're headed that way, and uh, we'll look forward to talking to you again down the road here. And, again, congrats. It's a great, great weekend. And, again, hopefully people played the McPeak double this weekend because, well, it was pretty lucrative if you did. And I want to tip my cap again to Jeff Taylor. He was one of the folks that were was on your horses. Um, and I want to congratulate you, too. You're bearing down on 2,000 wins, I understand. Yeah, we're right on top of it. You know, just keeping it steady. And it, it'll come and go, and maybe we'll push to 3,000. No doubt, you know why not? I mean, what did you yeah. think when you started in this game? Did you have a goal in mind? No, not particularly. Um, you know, um, pretty humble beginnings. Um, for those who don't know, I was born in Fort Chaffee, which is, I guess now Fort Smith, and um, we um, been in the, around the horses since I was a boy, and really didn't intend on being a trainer. Straight out of college, I went to work on the racetrack. I was the classic C plus B minus student. Uh, racetrack kind of drew me in and uh, you know been doing it since I got out of school and you know just kind of just chipping away at, at inexpensive horses in the beginning which I think's made me better as I've gotten older here almost 40 years later um, you know we've won some, some kind of the who's who of some of the sports biggest races and Freakness and the Belmont and a list of others and it's um, I love it it's fun and um, hard to believe I get paid to do it. But, um, and, and, and to do it for nice people. I mean, I think one of my daily mottos is winning nice races for nice people. Mm-hmm. And um, they, they get a thrill out of it. I know that the Gasaways and partners were just over the moon the other day. And yeah. There's nothing better than that feeling. It's not, it's not about the money. And it was a lot of money on the, lay, on, on the table. But it's about the, you know, really the sport of it and the enjoyment. It's uh, really great sport. No doubt. Well, listen, I appreciate you very much, man. Safe travels again. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Kenny. Alright, anytime. Alright. Kenny McPeak. It's awesome. Glad, mm. to, glad to hear it. We uh, Saturday, we had a chance to hang out with the winningest North American trainer in history. Oh, yeah, you told me about that. Yeah, it was pretty cool to see uh, Steve Asmussen. He was on the show with us on Saturday. It was pretty cool, so enjoyed hanging out with him, but uh, you know, Kenny is having a very, very good career, and I'm really happy for him. He's a good guy, and and man, I can't wait to hear from Lance. I know he's got to be over the moon. He and his family, as that uh, that win came through this weekend, he's going to be on with Wes and Joe on Out of Bounds coming up in the next hour. I just googled um, our next show. I say. Where to start to learn about horse racing? And so I came across a guy named Warwick Schiller. You ever heard of him? Nope. Okay. You can start right here. I can teach you a few things, and then when you we're didn't? down at Oklahoma next time, you're going to talk to people who really know this. Sport. I mean, I felt I, I felt like you were speaking a different language I, I for the past ten minutes. So yep. help me. You uh, know? No doubt, we'll we'll talk about some things. It's an in the interesting break. world. Yeah. Right? Just write down all your questions. Tell and me we'll this: get more. How does you're about to the, stop me? I'm like, how, I don't do, know. how does a horse that's not favored to win at all 
ha- surprise people in a big race? Because of sports. How, that's but how does that happen? I don't know. That's a good question. You know? My comparison to track, you know what Usain Bolt's going to do, you know? And right. maybe somebody close to him, but the it's, person with the worst time, they're not going to beat everyone. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Well, how, the, how does the, it happen in horse the, racing? The margin between Usain Bolt and everybody else okay. is a yeah. little greater than most horses. Okay. I will tell you this. When American Pharaoh took the track, yeah. you could tell, like, this horse is di- just different. Just okay. built different. But you're talking about the greatest sprinter in history. American Pharaoh was, like, the best horse I've ever seen with my own two eyes. Fair enough. So... They're, they're a little bit, but I think generally the gap is not as great. Plus, here's the other thing, too, that you don't have in track and field. Yeah. When you run in track and field, you're in what? A lane. You're in a lane. Yeah. Not in horse racing. Yeah. Horse racing, you can go wherever you want. Depends, once you, once, it depends on the distance. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, but you can get crowded. You can have a bad yeah. trip. I mean, you can, and again, if you get you know blocked in behind some other horses and you're yeah. trying to kick, that happens you in, can't the, get out. In, in the mile race. In, sure, in track, you know. Yeah, but for sprinters, yes. I'm just saying. I will say, when I went to the Kentucky Derby, they have all the races leading up to the big one. When the big one happens. I will say those horses do look a little different. They look like they're the real deal. So it's very fascinating to me. It's cool. Uh, I was told too, and and it was in the the notes. We didn't get a chance to talk about it. But he he took uh, he took um, Mystic Dan back to fairgrounds. We had all the weather issues. He took him down there to train. And as this uh, person in the know points out, he was in great shape. This horse was great shape. ready to roll because he he didn't miss any training. He, they took him south and said, okay, we're gonna keep our training up here. Then we'll come back and roll at the southwest as opposed to you know get him in the barn and walk the shed row and just yeah. try to keep him moving around a little bit. They took him down and really trained him up. So so if I gave you fifty bucks to go to Oakland, I'll give it to Jeff Taylor and let him <laughs> better for you. <laughs> I, would do. I know my place. Yeah. <laughs> Brandon Moving and Storage has served Central Arkansas since 1965 and continues to provide professional service, local reliability, and community investment. We provide residential and commercial moves, local, national, and international service, commercial warehousing and distribution, unpacking services, and custom packing and crating. Let Central Arkansas's trusted Beacons agent help you with your next move. Brandon Moving and Storage. You make a move, we make it easy. Roger, did you know that Oakland Sports is the mobile app that lets you bet anywhere in Arkansas? Anywhere. So I can bet the over when I'm in Dover. Indeed you can. I can take the underdog in Dogtown. Absolutely. You're telling me I can bet on the pigskin in Piggott? Yep. Hoops in Humnoke. Baseball in Bauxite. Long shots in Lavaca? All of the above. Anywhere, huh? Anywhere. Nice. Easy to use and even easier to fund. Bet with confidence. Bet with Oakland Sports. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Oh, this cold. Honey? Honey? Honey, you need Dayquil Severe Honey. Dayquil Severe Honey gives you powerful cold and flu symptom relief with a honey-licious taste. Because life doesn't stop for a cold. Okay, I'm ready to go. (coughs) Now I'm getting a cold. Honey? Try Dayquil Severe Honey for powerful cold and flu relief. Dayquil Severe with honey flavor. The daytime coughing, aching, stuffy head fever, honey-licious, power through your day, medicine. Use as directed. Keep out of reach of children. Getting your biggest tax refund from Jackson Hewitt can lead to some spirited reactions. Jackson Hewitt, yeah! Jackson Hewitt is so sure that you'll get your biggest refund that if they don't, you get your money back plus a hundred bucks. Jackson Hewitt, yeah! And Jackson Hewitt also guarantees the accuracy of your return for life. Hewitt, yeah! So don't just sit there. For your biggest refund guaranteed, walk into a Jackson Hewitt today and dance out Jackson Hewitt, yeah! Pickup truck, sports car, motorcycle, minivan. Townhouse, two-story, farmhouse, fixer-upper. What you drive and where you live is different for everyone. So it's important to have insurance that fits your needs and is just right for you. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that. Which is why our agents help you design a comprehensive auto, home, and life insurance plan. Insurance that fits just right. See shelter agent Drew Self in Hot Springs, Todd Matthews in Benton, or Alex Blake in Little Rock today. Charged with a crime? Hire the Lions. There's no one better to protect your pride than our pride of legal Lions. Exceptional communication and exceptional results in both the negotiating room and the courtroom. Lion Legal, the legal pride of Arkansas. Call 227-ROAR and Lion Legal will come roaring to the rescue. The Zone and the Oakland Hot Springs Studio is back. 
Oakland, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, let's see what Justin Agri and DJ Williams have to say on the Buzz Radio Network. I might be too strung out on compliments, overdosed on confidence, started not to give a f- and stop hearing the consequence. Drinking every night because we drink to my accomplishments. Made it way too long, I'm floating in and out of consciousness and they saying I'm back. I'd agree with that. I just take my time with all this sh- I still believe in that. I had someone tell me I fell off, who I needed that. And they wanna see me pick back up, well where'd I leave it at? I know I exaggerated things, now I got it like that. Tuck my napkin in my shirt cause I'm just mobbing like that. You know good and well that you don't want a problem like that. You gon' make someone around me catch a body like that. No, don't do it, please don't do it. Cause one of us goes in and we all go through it. Alright, 11.50, final segment this hour. DJ Williams, Justin Ankry, appreciate Kenny McPeak. It's been a fun show so far. We've got plenty of entertainment news. We haven't touched on the Grammys yesterday, Ooh, DJ. a lot going on in the Grammys. Man, I'm telling you, I, I didn't see the show, but I watched the highlights, and, and we, there was talk that Tracy Chapman was going to come back and sing Fast Car with Luke Holmes. Dude, A, she sounds spectacular. Yeah. B, she looks like she, her hair is grayer, but she looks like she has not aged one bit. Yeah. And she apparently has not been performing. Yeah. She sounds amazing. I, I was a huge, huge, huge Tracy Chapman fan when I was younger. I didn't love Fast Car, but that album is phenomenal. What's your favorite uh, Tracy Chapman song? Mountains of Things, probably. Mountains of Things? Yeah. It's, really good. It it's got a great message. Yeah. Yeah. We are an excessive sort of society, as you know, DJ. Yeah. That's what that song's about, among other things. Okay. Fair it's enough. a good one, though. But she's got some really good ones in there. You keep up with anything else from the uh, Grammys? Um, great speech you're going to hear in the next hour from Jay-Z, who won the Dr. Dre, what's it called? Is it Black Excellence Award or something like no, that? No. It think... was the Global Impact Award. Okay, Global. there we go. Come on, you. It was a black Grammy. It was uh, yeah. in, coded in matte black, not your standard gold one. You say great speech? It was good. It was impactful. It was a little controversial. Too. Yeah, he poked a few people. I he like poked it. A couple bears. He, afraid. he said, "I'm sorry when I get nervous. I tell the truth." I yeah. love it. Here's the thing. He's a billionaire. He can say any damn thing he wants. Yeah, I, I agree. And of well, all the billionaires, I wouldn't, I wouldn't agree. You couldn't say anything you want. I guess anyone can technically say anything they want. Right. You know, but well, he can be honest if he feels something, and he's yeah. certainly uh, rooted in. He's not worried about the repercussions. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. he's he's got some pretty good roots as far as having a perspective. He's been there. He gets it. Um. I guess we'll listen to that speech a little bit later. Yeah, we got we do have it in the system, I believe. Yep, we'll play it during the entertainment report. Yep. Uh, we're going to talk to James in this last hour today, and I'm actually running out to Guadney as soon as the show's over on a beautiful day. Cannot wait mm. to go out and visit with James, and we'll see what's happening out at Guadney. But I can tell you right now, deals are happening as we speak. We're going to go out and meet the employee of the month. You want a little heads up? Yeah. I don't know if she knows yet. Victoria Brunson. She doesn't even know? I don't even know if she knows yet. Just spilled it right there. Victoria! (laughs) Spread the word. If you know Victoria Brunson, tell her she's the employee of the month and I'm coming to visit with her today. So tell her to get ready for my crazy off-the-wall questions. Okay. I don't know. Hey, congrats. What's it like? (laughs) I'm not sure what she does, but I'll find out today. Anyway, the whole team out there obviously makes it great. It's kind of like here. I think the buzz is great because of our people. And I think Guadney is great because of their people, too. And it's a great experience when you buy or you go out there for service. Just got uh, my son's car fixed up at Guatney Collision. He's going to pick it up today. They were great to work with. Uh, if you need a new car, 24 Equinox. They've got deals on them now, around 23000 for a brand new vehicle. And that Equinox is a great family car. you got plenty of room to carry your stuff. If you're an active group, you got kids going to practices, kids going to school, you got all kinds of things going on, or you're just trying to look for a little short vacation trip, that's the spot. And uh, Equinox is a great vehicle, especially for an affordable price. If you need a big truck, you got the Silverado. That's their bread and butter vehicle. 24s for under $48,000. Take your trade-in out there. Get great value on that. Get a great buying experience and, of course, great service after the sale from the folks of it doing it since the late 50s. It's Guatney Chevrolet. It is family-owned, and they are fantastic. So go by and see them. They still got that deal going soon. on? With the, the deal? Yeah, 2.9% interest? I, yes, wow. all the deals remain from last week, and then you've got uh, multi-months without paying. Ooh. So you buy the car today, remember the old Wimpy? 90 then, days without paying. Yeah. <sighs> did, you ever see, uh, did you ever watch Popeye with Wimpy? He'd say, I'm glad you pay you Tuesday for a hamburger today. I don't recall that, yeah, you know, that was a old school. before my time. Yeah, no doubt. But anyway, <laughs> it was a great character. And I don't know if he ever paid up on that or not. But anyway, some uh, live fan feedback. Oh, yeah. Curtis, what we got? Courtesy of our friends at the Gangster Museum of America. Is it? You know what? They may be done. 
That's a great point, Christian. Thank you. <laughs> this has changed a bit. After yeah. years and years of the same sponsor may have changed. You know what? I appreciate Robert Reigns. I don't care. Either still way. appreciate them. Yeah, still go see them. They're great. Great spot. Uh, I saw that Elaine this morning. She wasn't too uh, high on our gas talk. She says she was trying to enjoy her lunch. Um, Elaine treat that is. Uh, she said, can we please talk about something else? But still, Elaine. Uh, Elaine at 10 o'clock? You're having lunch, lunch, at lunch at 10? 10? 10.21. She was brunch. early lunch. That's cool. Good for her. Yeah, good for her. Um, let's see here. McDonald's is still serving breakfast at the um, uh, Marcus came in. Christian uh, McCaffrey, that is, could afford that suite. Pretty sure he earned $30 million just in his football earnings, not counting. So, actually did a little bit digging. Uh, you know how his girlfriend is paying for the suite so his mom doesn't have to? Right. Uh, we were kind of a little off with that suite. Um, $2.5 million is what it's going to cost you. About 120 It's a 20-person seater. About oh, they got the 20-person. 120 per person. 120k per person comes with food though. Yeah, that's a good thing, right? Chicken fingers, <laughs> cheese dip, maybe some uh, confetti dip. I don't know. Yeah. DJ, you were in the NFL. If it says he got 30 million in his all of his years in the NFL, how much is he actually taking home out of that? Oh, I tell you, that's the first time I came aware of. That's why people are complaining about taxes and tax bracket. Uh, my first check, I was just like, I have to pay how much? And so, when you're in that tax bracket with your agent fees and you know, then you foul in every single state that you play. That's what gets tricky. So you have to pay out the whatever for, you know, a CPA to make sure you're all set up. I'd say out of that $30 million, I would say probably around, what, 18 somewhere he's taking You think out? that much? Eight, I mean, I, eight, thinking, I thought it would be like 18, 20. 20. I was thinking like yeah. 12 or 15. 18, 20. Um, now, they, they do have their ways of writing a lot of stuff off, and they put it in the right places. Now, depending on the deal... Uh, that's what gets interesting nowadays. What a lot of these guys are doing, um, of say they have a deal worth thirty, but they're only making like two, and stuff comes in incentives, so you can figure out the proper way to do it. But yeah, him being in San Francisco is going to be the big thing because most of his checks are going to be have that California state tax. It's I wonder how, how do endorsement fees work. Um, I would say they vary. Um, I know agents get twenty percent of every endorsement that you get. Now I'm sure that's negotiable depending on who you are. But as far as tax and everything that is concerned, I mean, that's completely separate from what they make on the football field as far as what their club pays. So you just play your home state taxes like normal for regular income there? Oh, you're talking about for endorsement deals? Yes. Yeah, Yeah. only for the games because you foul taxes for every game that you play in every state. Hence why a lot of people like to live in those states without state tax. Uh, This person says the volume's low on the YouTube. Uh, Okay. I'll Mm -hmm. check into that. I didn't listen to it. It didn't sound low to me, but... Okay. Um, this oh, we, so we also have some messages on our YouTube feed here. Um, Old Scout says in Redfield that JW is a classic Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah, he tried to crack a joke. I didn't think it was great. Uh, and he also wants to know if we answer questions. Sure. Justin or Christian, can someone tell me why the YouTube sound is so horrible? Okay. Horrible? What's going on with YouTube? I don't know. It's the first person that I've heard anything from on it. Yeah. Other than... This guy, but I don't know if it's the same person. I literally just went to it, turned my volume up, it's fine. So I don't know. All right, sorry about that. Uh, This is on the Southern Structural Solutions text line. There's a guy on TikTok who investigates internet rumors, specifically sports. Oh, God. Uh, I think I saw this. Was he the one talking about the Razorback? Yes, he says says the rumors are categorically false, according to this person. Okay. This person says... um, Mahomes Sr. finally snapped. He's sick of his other son and daughter-in-law. <laughs> no, That'll Lord. drive you to drink for sure. <laughs> Did you know Arch Marine is the kayak leader in central Arkansas? Right now, get 20% off all feel-free kayaks. All the prices are falling on kayaks this month. Don't forget, we repair ATVs. Your granddaddy trusted Arch Marine, and so can you. Cord TV's Chanley Painter checks in with Morning Mayhem courtesy of the Gangster Museum of America in the Hattery of Hot Springs. 